0: hello hello it's good to be back it's good to be back it's great using the lyrics of the song made famous by convicted nasty man Gary Glitter, because we don't have to pay royalties as he doesn't deserve them. And actually, I'd love him to confront me and ask for them in person. Bloody love it, I would. So the gauntlet's been laid down. You want your royalties, Gary, come and get them. Yes, it's episode 35 of your favorite weekly gaming podcast. I can't say we're number one because, well, we're not. We actually do not know where we stand as it is only the top 300. And anything after that is anyone's guess. But I like to think we are 301. Any less than that, and I don't think I could cobble together the enthusiasm to carry on anymore. Speaking of someone who is bottom of the pile but haplessly carries on, trying to claw his way out of the gutter, is Mr. Bront himself, Gareth Williams. Yo, Gareth, how's it going? I was really
1: hoping that was going to be Don's introduction. (laughs) You started it and I was like, please be Don's.
0: (laughs) Don's is even worse, to be honest. Oh, it's alright then. (laughs) Yeah. If you see a dejected man sitting on the bench of a London train station, having just missed his train, it's probably Don Goss. And when you do see him, if you could kindly pick him up and cradle his small petite frame in your arms and help him across between the gap between the platform and the train doors, that would be great. As if he was to miss another train, that would be catastrophic, as it would mean arriving late to his workplace. Do you know what Don does? You know those tiny little bottles you get with a small ship in, well, they don't get there themselves. That's Don what does that. He gets in the bottle with his bits of wood and then he makes it all nice Then he goes home. Don't you, Don?
2: That's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah,
0: what? that's quite a, a crazy sort of job. But I used to think, how the bloody hell do they get those ships in their bowls? But now we know.
2: Yep, it's all me, baby.
0: Oh, yes. Take all of that prize. How have you been this week, Don?
2: Good, mate. All good. I'm still asleep slightly tired from playing Nothing But Destiny for eight straight days, but
0: good. Yeah. You, you yep. kind of live in two alternate realities now, don't you? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm kind of seeing rifles as I walk down the street. They're just... Like,
0: Uh-oh. There's That's a head-up display mean, just yeah, yeah, just
2: imprinted on my vision at the moment. It's a bit weird, but quite good.
1: Burned into your
0: retinas. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
1: And how are you, Gareth? I can't complain. Just ate a whole tub of Ben & Jerry's to myself. What flavour? Fish food. Always fish food. That's the best Always. one. It really is. There are a lot
0: of people like that one. I don't know why they don't like just make that one on its own. Because you never hear someone say anything else. I don't know. People swear
1: by cookie dough, but cookie dough tastes horrible. So those people are wrong.
0: Exactly. Well, myself, Rob Walker, had to quickly make sure that dating app Tinder was working for my good friend Don Goss <laughs> for the last four days. It's one of the best games I've ever played because if the world of dating isn't a game, then I don't know what is. Unfortunately, it's a game that I had to pump coins in to to play for many years, basically saying I slept with prostitutes. But I didn't. Hey, Gareth, have you got any funny (laughs) dating stories? Um, Well, I don't mean the sad ones that you were involved in on World of Warcraft, where you will sit there over your webcams crying as your avatars hold each other. Let's did you used to Did you used to have a girlfriend In World of Warcraft I Don't like World of Warcraft You did for a little while No But then you progressed too quickly <laughs> And when you got your mount You were absolutely disgusted <laughs> so, Mount
1: takes on a very different connotation uh, In that oh context
0: yes. I'm going home to see my mount tonight And taking her out for dinner Right so That is us this week Absolutely brilliant this is it, it's happening right now. The Game Central podcast number 35. You have a front seat, but make sure you wear your goggles. A fluid will be flying everywhere. My sweat, Don's tears and Gareth's drivel. Put it all together and what do you have? You have one hell of a podcast. Onto the news. Well, Gareth, last week you've done some great news in the fact that you suggested <laughs> that there was going to be a rumour. And that rumour was that Microsoft were going to buy Mahjong, the absolute brilliant creators of the game Minecraft. But before we go on to that, Gareth, uh-huh. um, let's do your section, the suggestion of a rumour. It's not quite a rumour yet, as it has been merely suggested. But Gareth knows all about something that could yet become a rumour, as he works at the rumour mill, don't you?
1: Uh... Well, I mean, we've gone on record many times of my yeah. rampant unemployment, but sure. Yep, that's, yeah. that's where I work. Well,
0: you're still unemployed, you do it of your own free will, and it's sort of a voluntary work, where Gareth will work in the mill, and he'll suggest to people what sort of rumours they should put in the mill, and then he stirs it all up in a big stirring pot, and then he just puts them out into the world. So what suggestion have you come up with this week to make a rumour? Well, I
1: mean, I was spot on last week. You were spawn. Uh, so I'm thinking this week, Nintendo are going to announce a new uh, handheld. It's going to be called the 4DS. Wow! And as we all know, the fourth dimension is time.
0: Remember, this isn't a rumor. This isn't even a rumor yet. It's the suggestion of a rumor. So Gareth is implanting the suggestion of the rumor, and yep. then we'll come back to it if it does turn into a rumor.
1: Yeah. So the 4DS, you'll play as yourself tomorrow, wow. and you'll control, go through your day as it'll be tomorrow, and then yes. when you wake up tomorrow, it's yourself playing as you from yesterday, so your day's already done, you, you've already wow. done your day, so it's all, it's, it's going to change the world, everyone's going to be having stress-free days, because they already know what's going to happen, and they've already acted on all. What up?
0: happens if you get killed, or raped, or both? Would you rather be killed and raped, or raped and killed? Um. <laughs> wow.
2: Probably killed first.
0: <laughs> nice. No, but I would like to think that if the rape's first, then you could kind of try and talk them out of killing you after. Whereas if you're killed first, there's just no sort of coming back from that. I think if it was like
1: rape first, then a quick death, but a yeah. slow and painful death followed by rape, I think I'd maybe go for the rape then quick death. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: This is horrible. What this... about a quick, quick rape filled with a slow kill?
1: Oh. No, that's not what you want.
0: So you'd rather have a slow rape and a quick kill? It's fucking fucking weirdo! Right? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! I want on to our lovely news, Gareth. This week, <laughs> we're probably under some different subcategory that no one's even thought of before. That's okay. <laughs> But we're at the top of that sub-category when someone comes up with a name for it. Right, so Destiny is the biggest new franchise launch in history, Don. Now, you're really excited about this, aren't you? I'm really liking it. I'm liking it lots. No, no, no. <laughs> no one asked your opinion, Don. We said <laughs> <laughs> you like the news that Destiny has become the biggest new franchise launch. I
1: oh, wouldn't take
0: oh, the, okay. the, you know, the for complimenting you oh, Don liked it so much that they've only gone and sold 500 million worth. <laughs> thanks, Don. Bungie sent their thanks.
2: Good, so they should. Direct um, the relation to the news, uh, uh, good, but I don't really care. Yeah. It's, it doesn't affect me either way.
0: <laughs> I know, but then when you say to people that don't like Bungie, you can say, well, it is the, new, uh, the biggest new franchise launch in history.
2: Yeah. but
0: So you are kind of... Uh, you are kind of you're in knowledge and you, you're uh, I don't know what the word is cuz I'm too tired there will be a few times today where I don't <laughs> get the word straight away so if you could help Gareth um okay the, you know you know when you do something but you are kind of you're justified in your thing because you can back it up with facts uh, Don. but as we know a big release doesn't necessarily mean it's a good game because Somewhere that Gareth also works other than a rumour mill is the hype train. You know, he does that when he's not at the rumour mill. He pulls the hype train back home. And the hype train can be pretty powerful.
1: i be a ticket conductor on the hype train.
0: Yes, what's a ticket t- conductor? You mean a ticket inspector?
1: You yeah, don't conduct
0: same- tickets.
1: Yes, you do. So- that, everyone, if you said to somebody, ticket conductor's coming round, they'd know what you meant. It doesn't matter. that I'm the, the back of
0: the bus. The ticket conductor's coming for me, love. <laughs> you could say <laughs> anything. Ticket no, di-
1: uh... ticket directors on his way.
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, the ticket director, the ticket man. Watch out! Here comes the ticket ticket man. Right, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers for 3DS sells one million copies in Japan. Do you want to take credit for this one, Gareth? As Don took credit for Destiny.
1: Yep, uh, it's all thanks to me. It's only been on sale a week and it's already sold yeah. a million copies in Japan, which is quite a small country,
0: so that's like
1: probably about a tenth of the population bought yeah. from Smash Bros. But it's not five
0: hundred million dollars worth of units, is it?
1: Uh I don't know. I
0: don't know. A, Don. <laughs> Don, are you okay? You seem a bit you seem a bit down today. No, I'm
2: fine. I'm just a bit dazed.
0: Why are you I'm... dazed?
2: Because <laughs> I'm not really back in the real world yet. Wow. That's... I'm getting there. I'm getting there. How
0: long is it going to take? Uh, give me five seconds. One One, two, three, four, five. Woo! There we go. He's <laughs> back, ladies and gentlemen. You can't mistake that for anything else. So it's good that two Smash Bros sold uh, one million copies because it just shows that the support is there in Japan. Will it do as good in the UK, Gareth, when it does get a release? I think people who
1: own Wii U's have been kind of waiting for it. Like, yeah. you know, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, whatever Zelda game they bring out, and then a Mario game. Those are like the four that people give a crap about.
0: Yeah, well, if you're going to buy a Wii U, that's what you're going to get in it, Gareth. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole reason to get one. You're not so, going to get one to play Assassin's Creed 4.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty much guaranteed. And, th- like, you know, it's going to make me buy a Wii U, so they're also going to sell a shit ton of Wii U's. So it's a good, good to
0: know.
1: Well, I'm a pretty good indication.
0: <laughs> you are a good indication. You could say you're a console indicator or a conductor. Gran Turis- no, it's not Gran Turismo. It's Whenever I see GTA, I always say Gran Turismo. Who knows why? GTA 5 release dates and new features announced for the PlayStation. Overhauled vi- visuals, which we can all pretty much say is a given... Vehicles, features, there's new features, but I thought vehicles um, would be a feature. You can't <laughs> just say it's new features, be more specific, and more players online. So it's going to be even more of a cesspit of people just trying to kill you. So, um, Sounds like you Manchester. Manchester, you obviously haven't been to London. We're all a lot harder than anyone in Manchester.
1: Oh, it's but, So a
0: contest, fucking hell. Sorry, I thought you were just making it into a contest. <laughs> So, uh, Don, are you excited to get Grand
2: Theft Auto Five again? Yeah, it's probably the uh, the next game I'll get from PS4.
0: You're not going to get the new um, Forza? No, you can't. No, you can't.
2: That's <laughs> Xbox only.
0: Yeah. So, you, you haven't got many saying. games coming. What, no. are you going to get FIFA?
2: No, I hate football.
1: Oh, What, what Drive Club? Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: like
1: golf, golf. games. Hey. There you hey. go. You've hey. done hey. the
0: punchline hey. this week. Well done, Don. Thanks. No need to do it now. Microsoft <laughs> confirms Mahjong and Minecraft acquisition. Gareth, the, the very strange about this in that PlayStation are still going to be allowed to distribute the game on their systems.
1: Yeah, well... Sony, sorry. It makes sense, you know. If you buy a product you want to make money off, sell it as many places as you can. Why would they take it off the PlayStation store? With They're on the old market! <laughs> And yeah. the old uh, Queen Vic, yeah.
0: That's oh. where we all hang out at the weekend. <laughs> Me and Don were there last weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then... You slag.
0: <laughs> That's what Don says. That's yep. The thing. I've <laughs> got about... trouble at work today. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Basically, obviously, I work in a primary school now, mm-hmm. so uh, it's a little bit more of my level rather than secondary school, like intellectually. And everyone had to do like um, a tree in their. The classroom. So uh, obviously, people were cutting them out and brilliant stuff like that. And I thought, I ain't cutting it I ain't doing no cheap cutting, I'm an artist. I'm going to paint it. And then I've done this lovely mural on the wall. And then my line manager calls me in and then she just says, uh, Look, Rob, I know you've only been here a few weeks, but we can't just go around painting on the school walls. And I said, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you get trouble at work this week,
2: Brian? <laughs> Okay. Oh, not yet. But then they haven't discovered the body I stuffed in the filing cabinet yet. So I'm just oh, waiting for that one to kick off. Yes.
0: yeah, and it
1: will probably kick off
0: as well. <laughs>
1: it depends. It depends on the name. If the last name begins with a Z, they'll never find it. There you go. That's really good. That's a good filing Actually, joke for have you. There.
2: Stuck it under Z. That's a, I'll do that in future. Yeah. Good tip, Gareth. Good
0: tip. <laughs> that's Gareth's murder tip for this week. Uh, Destiny logs over 100 million hours Well you're skipping over these news stories Bloody hell Yeah they're good Let's go back to Microsoft Confirms Mahjong and Minecraft acquisition
1: Microsoft spent 2.5 billion dollars this week
0: You skipped over
1: it in 3 seconds
0: (laughs) I'm sorry you need to empty your bowels Before we go on air (laughs) Maybe you should think about that Before you tell me to stop skipping over it And spending (laughs) our beloved podcast time if I could tell my bowels what to
1: do, I would be a very efficient individual.
0: Gareth, okay. look, let me tell you this now. You can train your bowels. You have your psychologically, you think that when we say, Right, that's it guys, let's go to do the podcast, your anus sends a an <laughs> impulse to your brain to start moving along your colon. Whereas you can train it not to do that. I used to be really upset because I used to have to go before work. And I'd be getting so an- anxious when I woke up in the morning that I'd need to go, that I had to retrain myself to go once I got at work. Right. Okay? Why, why is that a problem? Because I'd have to get up earlier and stuff, and you don't know, like you say, you don't know if it's going to be a tragedy when you do it. You don't know if it's going to be a quick one. You know, you know when you go to the toilet and it's like one wipe and there's hardly anything on the paper? And you think, yes, I've really saved myself some time. Uh And then you just get up and go off and do whatever it is and you feel like you've (laughs) made time. Whereas when you do it and you're like, oh, oh man, oh, this is worse than I thought. It's like you can't really take the time to sort of think about how long it's going to take. This conversation
1: really got away from me.
0: No, (laughs) what I'm saying is just to train yourself to do it around 6 o'clock. I'll try, but I mean... You can sit there for ages beforehand.
1: Just clenching and unclenching, waiting for the pressure differential in my... Jump up and down. Jump up and down.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely lovely. But then it might come out of your mouth. (laughs) You mean like when I
1: review games on the podcast? Yeah. Well,
0: um, Gareth by you saying not to skip past the news stories I don't think you had this in mind Um, so is there anything more that you'd like to say about Microsoft acquiring Marjong (laughs) Mojang no it's Marjong
1: Okay, fine Uh, (laughs) well it cost them two and a (laughs) half billion dollars and their big shareholder Notch who's like the creator of the company stands to uh take about half of that, if not more. Right. So he's a very rich man. Uh, but Microsoft has said they expect to make that money back uh, before June of next year. There you go. So within nine months they expect to make the two and a half billion dollars back, which is crazy.
0: That is. But what can they do differently than what Morin has done so far? <laughs> I don't think they need to do anything. It's just... The important thing
1: is that, like Microsoft now, like Minecraft is just one of those things, like Lego. Yeah, but surely everyone who tricks wants... that kids just associate with fun, you know, like yeah, Microsoft kid... owns a, ch- a kids generation now.
0: Yeah, but surely anyone who's to play Minecraft has already played it, and now you're just getting the kind of stragglers at the back, like myself, that have just gone in for it. No, because it's it's attained that
1: place like Lego. Like, you think no new people are ever going to buy Lego. So... It's what?
0: Well, do they call it in America? They call it, like, legal.
2: They put an S on the end because they're idiots. Yeah, they call, go le- legal. call it Legos. Legos.
0: No, they call it Legos. <laughs> Don't think <laughs> they do. No, they do. You watch the American people talk about Lego. Legos they call less. it Legos. Legos. Americans are right, weird. Can you talk about that because I need to go down and have a go, at Becky, because I've been shouting her <laughs> for the last half an hour, <laughs> muting my mic. I need some Pepsi, and it's just not come, so I'm gonna have to go and get it myself. Give me two minutes, talk. Right. Talk. Have you played Minecraft, uh, Don? No. Uh, no. <laughs>
2: Am I? Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm I've, uh, I just can't will up the enthusiasm to bother.
1: It's really good. You'd and, be surprised. Uh, everyone
2: says that and it's the it's that one of those it's one of those games where you know like you said last week a lot of people just write it off as a kids game or just lego on the computer but I uh, just I honestly can't be bothered. Here's I'd, the much, thing, though. I'd much rather shoot stuff in the face.
1: When was the last time you played with Lego? Cuz Lego holds up. Um
2: a few months lego ago. Lego is like the <laughs> Ocarina
1: of Time of toys. It's yeah. just always good. You always think It can't be as good as I think it is. And then you play with it and you're like, yeah, this is just awesome. (laughs) Minecraft's like that. It's like, you know, like Lego will never go out of business because there's always new children who want to buy Lego. Minecraft's going to be the same. Like, I can't imagine a world 20 years from now where a kid won't be playing Minecraft.
2: I suppose, except the difference with Minecraft is once you've bought it, I mean, you've bought it, you don't need to buy anything else but with Lego you used to keep buying different sets and buying extra bits of Lego or then you buy like Technics Lego and you know you'd keep adding bits to your collection but with Minecraft once you've bought it you you don't need to buy anything else
1: It's just a different business model like yeah. you know it, it, you're not supposed to buy like more than one console
0: Aren't but,
1: but then they occasionally they break and you have to buy <laughs> a new one it's just like you know oh, you it. just buy Minecraft once That's and they make it a bit of money on that but every mm-hmm. single kid that exists is going to buy it so true every good. single
0: one every, it, <laughs> every last one is it full every price last.
2: how much does it cost is it, or is it like a 10 quid game 13
0: pound I yeah. pay for it yeah, yeah something like that
2: fair enough yeah
0: so I'm going to do my joke again Destiny logs over 100 million hours of play time and that's just Don that was ah. going to be my joke yay alright let's do it again then Don do and then want- you can see what one's the best one oh Alright, I'll,
1: I'll be the judge. I'll be the judge. Right, <laughs> thanks. You go first, Rob.
0: Destiny logs over 100 million hours of playtime. And that's just done! Beat that. <laughs> you shouldn't have called me out, Don. <laughs> Alright, uh, Don. Go on, this. Don. I'm regretting this. Go on, no. <laughs> Don. <laughs> do you oh, refuse? do you want me to do the first bit, Don, I and mean, then you do, do
2: punch the punchline? Yeah, you do the new story, okay. and I will follow <sighs> you up.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> but Destiny logs over 100... Sorry sorry to just stutter on your one, Don. Destiny logs over 100 million hours of playtime. You are welcome, Bungie. <laughs> See, that's quite strong, actually. It's not too bad. bad. It's not too bad. Not oh, too that's bad. a style, mate. I wouldn't like to go either way, Gareth.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to give it to Rob. Because well, Don's requires Rob to set him up anyway.
0: Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I it's like, like Messi it. wouldn't be anything without any Esther. Dan, Don won't know what that means. Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's basically words. a midfielder. <laughs> no, because what they say, Don, is that Messi's is the farmer? best player in the world, right? No, he's a footballer, dear. Oh, and, um, he, yeah, he's a midfielder. But if he didn't have all the great players behind him, he wouldn't be as good himself. Like if he played for Derby County...
2: Well, they should sack him then. If he's
0: not good, yeah, that's around... how football works, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: if he's not good on, on his own merits, and sack him. What do you think they're doing?
0: Fantastic. If I was shit at my
2: job, everyone else was really good, they wouldn't keep me around.
1: No, he's he's no. really good at his job because of his because of all the people, the people are holding me. him up. Fucking sacrificed.
0: No, Don. If the people around you, so do you... When you go into work, Don, and yeah. people ask you for help or something, do you just tell them to fuck off? Sometimes. And you say if they're That's strong true. on their own merits, then they can just sink. <laughs> Is that how your workplace works? There's no kind of peer-to-peer mentoring? No,
2: if if I was shit at my job, then half of the company would fall apart. And
0: Go that, on, Don. That would be the end of it. So. <laughs> so he's taking credit for his whole company now.
2: Literally, I, I have no qualms whatsoever about taking credit for at least 50%. <laughs> the company's current success and the... when you
0: know that his uh, current company is child um... <laughs> child life child no, it's not actually it's uh... <laughs> hang on oh fuck's sake Gareth that was a good joke <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about oh, I know <laughs> what's the thing when you take a kid from somewhere else and take them somewhere or the other no not kidnap an orphanage foster parenting <laughs> no that's not your business kidnapping Child Abduction Trafficking That's it (laughs) He was going on about Obviously He makes up 50% of it And blah blah I was going to say Well When your business is Child trafficking (laughs) No it doesn't work It doesn't
1: work at all
0: (laughs) Just take all that out Gareth please I would definitely Not take that out
1: (laughs) He never takes it out He
0: never takes it out But he, he did do my taste test he he put that back in.
2: Yes, he did.
0: Right, so you know I'm not too impressed with um, all this business about 100 million hours played. If if it's the biggest selling game, well, the biggest new franchise selling game, then it stands to reason that it will have quite a lot of online hours, seeming as it is uh, an online game.
2: Yeah, it's it's just pointless it's, just basically,
0: it's basically maths
2: yeah basically maths
0: we yeah. can move
2: on <laughs>
0: well, goat simulator and now on ios and android you love goat simulator don't you gareth it's
1: fantastic fun but i'm not sure how it'll be on a phone which yeah. will be
0: interesting
2: unless they Only... equip it with the motion sensors and you can shake your phone and it will cause it to rattle around a bit like a little fine.
0: it's going to be a stuttering piece of mess and i think we all <laughs> The frame rate is going to be awful, you're not going to be able to do anything, you're not going to feel like you're in control of anything, it's just going to be crap. Well, so it, it is just, only just like, like original, £3, right?
1: pound, so it's not yeah. too bad. I
0: well, might get it, see what it's like for
1: next episode. Who knows?
2: I've got some good uh, Android games, I'll review them in a future podcast.
1: Oh, you're just going to step all over my toes the second I suggest <laughs> a feature?
0: <laughs> Yep. You you review Goat Simulator, and he's gonna just review loads of Android games, <laughs> just, just to be awkward. That's fair. That is fair. Right, so I think that's about it for the news this week. Yeah,
2: um, it's been pretty quiet.
0: It has been pretty quiet, but you know we're here to look for it, so people don't have to.
1: I'm pretty annoyed that uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 on PC releases like two months. After the consoles, <laughs> that's a 1000000 got their
2: priorities, right, mate?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <The> consoles <laughs> are where that. money's at. Everyone knows. Have that. you
0: evacuated your bowels again?
1: <laughs> it did sound <laughs> like it. Hi, folks. Video game music time with me, Gareth. Uh, this week we're definitely on a bit of a, uh, a Destiny binge on the podcast. Um, you know, The game's been out for a week. The majority of people who were itching for something to play for months in the games drought now have their hands on Destiny. Everybody's playing it. Everybody has an opinion. And the rest of the podcast is basically it was just talking about Destiny for the majority of the time. Um, so I was looking for some music from the game, listen to the soundtracks, and to be honest, a lot of it was quite disappointing. Which I was personally disappointed in. Normally, Bungie games excel in the music, but Destiny's isn't the best. Although I did find one soundtrack which I really like. Uh, It plays early on, and um, it's just sort of—it's a really good piece of music for fighting enemies too. It's one of those pieces that's a bit like pounding, boom, 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 and really gets your heart going. Uh, So it's from the Destiny soundtrack. You'll probably recognise it from early on in the game, one of the first big fights you have to take part in, and it's called The Dark Within.
0: so this week we've uh, for once have had two people on the podcast that have played the same game simultaneously that game is talk of the town destiny um gareth's not too happy about it don is absolutely enthusiastic Woo! now um this seems to be a common theme across forums and whatnot of people that seem to just not really get it And they think people are only jumping on it because of all the hype and they don't want to admit that they were wrong. Kind of like Don, because before Destiny came out, very excited, bigging it up, saying this is going to be the best game ever. I'm going to get a PlayStation 4 for it. Is Don fooling himself because he's shelled out for a PlayStation 4? And he needs to convince himself that he's actually enjoying the game. But then on the other side, we have Don Goss, who loves (laughs) the game. And he actually preaches... For everything that is good. Is he right in saying this? Is it actually a good game? Or is his judgment clouded by the outlay that he has spent? Gareth got his game for free because he performs um, favors for various um, gaming PR people. And Don actually paid around £500 for the privilege on his (laughs) new console. So obviously, both of them are going to be pretty biased, but we're going to be cutting it down to free. Segments in which what should we say? How long will you get to argue your point? Thirty minutes each one.
2: Thirty minutes would be pretty good. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah can we Can we, all, can we all Maybe forty-five. Forty-five minutes. Uh, <laughs> should you talk about the gameplay for forty-five minutes on your own? No. <laughs> I'm just it's hardly any gameplay to it. Well, <clears throat> so Gareth. Yeah. You have one minute. Fuck to me. Tell us why the gameplay in. I was gonna say Don, the gameplay in Destiny isn't all that it's cracked up to be. My Three, gameplay,
1: is great. Two, one, go. Uh it's insanely boring and simplistic and repetitive. Basically, here's what you'll be doing if you play Destiny. Okay, start on a mission, you have a gun, you'll uh take your motorbike to a place, kill some enemies, hold X until your little ghost comes out and scans something. Then you shoot more enemies. That's every mission. There's no variety, there's no uh, mixing it up. There's the occasional boss, but the bosses are just enemies with a lot more health. There's nothing exciting about them. Uh, If you like going to an area holding X for 5 seconds and then going to another area and holding X again then maybe Destiny is the game for you. I just want a bit more out of my games.
0: Still got 10 seconds so just do a song or something. He's going... fantastic okay. and he's voided his bowels once again that's <laughs> two times on this podcast now you made some good points there but obviously <laughs> for every action there is a reaction and the reaction comes in the form of don goss who's going to tell us now why the gameplay in God. Destiny is absolutely amazing. Now, Don, we didn't hear the the, um, the seconds ticking away, so I'm just going <laughs> to count. Go. One. Okay. The two.
2: this is a First three, and foremost, that's not distracting four, four, at all. Uh, five, five, that is two, so bad. Six, seven.
0: Um, eight. The nine. In this ten. Eleven. I on. can't hear you, Don. Twelve. <laughs> Thirty. 14. 14. Only joking. You can't do that to someone because that is called. Biased. Okay. Right, so Don, you ready? Your minute starts now. Jesus, that's just really throwing you me... You just wasted waited three seconds.
2: <laughs> okay, obviously this is an FPS-MMO hybrid. I'm um, on the FPS part for uh, the majority of the gameplay. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Spoken on an m M&M. m
0: you just wasted three seconds talking about
2: an m M&M. I don't need those three seconds. No, you
0: okay. do, because the thing is, Gareth towards the end, he had ten seconds left over and he could do a tune. <laughs> So, you, I mean, you're like 30 seconds into it now, and you've just said it's a first-person shooter, which I think pretty much everyone knows. So go, you've got like 25 seconds now, pointless. Oh, God. Okay, and the the actual... the oh, Fucking hell. The actual what, Dom? <laughs> you're supposed to be telling us why the game plays good, and all I'm getting is sounds. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, I might just sing a song.
0: Go on, N five. Okay, I don't the the four. <laughs> wow at least
1: you have a beautiful singing voice though
0: that is absolutely fantastic oh jesus don i don't think you really managed to convince anyone there
1: <laughs> i think he maybe talked himself against
0: definitely. yeah oh god he started to go off talking about m&ms and stuff <laughs> which is a bit strange oh. but uh...
1: do you disagree with me though don do you yeah. not find it insanely boring
2: not at all. I
0: mean, I've... Oh, been... Hang on. What? This is this is for later in what we've been playing. Uh, oh. You can't just start doing a whole different subsection because the whole point is that you do it within a minute. You can't then just go off and have a little conversation about it. All the right. skill is in a minute. Don felt the pressure. You put in a good argument, Gareth. You were and just Don talking couldn't... the whole fucking time. No, you, you started to talk about M&Ms, my friend. a
2: so, second, <coughs> like, and then you just talked the rest. Never mind, let's move on. I was trying to
0: help you out and give you advice, Don. Yeah, that didn't help me. I won't bother next time. (laughs) That's cool. Right, so Gareth, story. Is it good? Is it bad? You think it's bad? Let's go ahead. Wait, why do I have to go first twice? Right, sorry. Because that means, like, Don,
1: if Don could say words, he would have been able to directly address what I said
0: as my arguments. But The problem was that he was just obsessed with (laughs) M&Ms. And he just needs to... Get out of that
2: mindset and go for it this time. You ready, Tom? Story. Great. Here we go. Go. Okay, the story is, it starts off really well. Um, you, you it's, There's a bit of mystery in there and uh, it unfolds fairly slowly, but there's bits and pieces that are all coming over from different directions. You've got the traveller, you've got the speaker, you've got your little, um, little robot dude, ghost, um, who... You could, you know, you're not sure, is he good, is he bad? You assume he's good, but you never know if he's really telling you the truth. Well, that's how I've interpreted it anyway. Um, there's a few extra other characters and different worlds that are introduced throughout the place. So, you, you know, you're not just on Earth, you travel around several places and the things are different, are linked in various ways. But where it has a problem is it starts off the story. Um, there's a few bits, uh, threads of a story that are all kind of, you can tell there's links different places that you know hints to different areas of a story that are to come but those things never pay off they never actually arrive it's like i described it to someone i'd know as and that's it
0: what what that? a minute over because yeah. the raptor has spoken right what so don thinks it's absolutely amazing uh, the story <laughs> he loves it um he didn't get around to some of the bad points which you know don speaking in a sort of time frame is a skill and it's learning to speak within that time.
2: Yeah, which I do not have.
0: <laughs> Obviously, because you, you, you set up your, uh, your, um, your speech, and then when it got to a minute, you then went on to, and then I was speaking to someone about it, and my point was, you were ready for another few minutes, weren't you, mate? Yeah, you, <laughs> end, you ended with like, and then I said this really interesting
1: thing to my friend.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: The actual, the entire now I'll get point through to what I was meant point. to say. <laughs> yeah,
2: the entire point that I was actually going to make was that final No, 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 sorry. No, Gareth. I know, it's not happening. I know it's not happening. I'm just
0: saying. Yeah. Rather than
2: just make... saying that one point and that being it, I was trying to fill the minute, but, you know, I have no idea. I have no timer. I can't, you know. Like I said, it's, you know, it's not beyond your
0: capability to get a timer though, Don. There oh, are various... <laughs> In this futuristic world that we live in, have you not got an egg timer? I thought that'd be the sort of thing you'd have on your order Skype website. shows you how long the car's been going.
2: I, I've got that switched off.
0: Well, oh. why are you speaking on it then?
2: The screen is switched off. <laughs>
0: That's a bit it? weird.
2: Oh, fine. Gareth, you're not allowed to look at a watch.
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me no. what to do. <laughs> how do you know he's not, though, on?
2: Fuck. This seems really biased against Gareth, you have to
0: turn on your Skype camera and point the camera at both your wrists <laughs> to make sure you do watch. But, but I can still be looking anywhere. <clears throat> okay, well, attach the a camera to your forehead. So I we can gouge out with,
1: my eyes.
0: Yeah, make yourself permanently blind. <laughs> right, so the story, Gareth. Are you ready? Three, two, one,
1: go. So the thing about Destiny's story is that Destiny doesn't have a story... And the fact that people think it has a story is hilarious to me. Uh, here's here's what they want you to think the story is in Destiny. Mankind found this big sphere and then it made us really technologically cool. But there's evil beings trying to kill the sphere. But actually, nothing happens. Nothing of consequence happens throughout the entire... Like, taking place in the entire game. And it's because... Your character has to be one of millions of people playing this game, so they can't assign any importance to your character. Your character can't do anything that changes the universe too much, because everywhere you go, there's hundreds of other characters running around the same as you. So basically, nothing you do has any consequence. None of the characters you meet are interesting. Like, just the whole game feels hollow and shallow, and lifeless and small. And I think they really keep doing
0: objectives. There we go. Absolutely fantastic and spot on the minute there. Really? Gary. Yeah, I don't oh, know how you do it, that is fantastic. I'm so charismatic. Don, you have to learn these skills. Do you know why? Because one day you might be kidnapped and you might <laughs> suddenly have a mobile phone just there and you've got the chance to phone. So you'll phone the police and you'll start talking to them about what a great day it's been, uh, what the <laughs> weather's like outside or what they've watched on telly and then the battery will run out and you'll think, shit, I really should have got to the meat of my problem straight away. So here we go, Don. It's time for you to um, get back on track with level progression. So oh, how we how we um, level up? Is it rewarding? Do you feel that there's a sense of reward? Or is it just a bloody slog? Because a lot of people have been saying you get to level 20, and after that, it's not very nice. So do you want to start this time, Gareth, or is it going to be Don?
1: Uh, Don't start the last one, so I'm not sure.
0: Go for it, Gareth.
1: Okay. Gareth
0: hates the level progression. Go.
1: Go. Uh, My my biggest problem with the level progression... Well, I have two big problems. The first one is that it only goes up to level 20, which is a stupendously low number that feels so limiting, especially when you're playing the game. I completed the game uh, at about level 18, I think. And you definitely feel the end of the game's coming when you start hitting like level 15, you just know it's on the way. Uh, the second thing is, leveling up your class is very uh, strange. Like, you don't necessarily get upgrades when you level up, you have to earn points towards them that can come. Sort of, you might get two upgrades per level, or you might only earn half an upgrade whilst you're earning XP for a level. It's very inconsistent and very unsatisfying. Like, I'm level 20 and I still have a lot of stuff to unlock in my class. And I just don't feel like uh, what I've been working towards uh, has been satisfying at all.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Bang on again, Gareth.
2: Well, no, that's he's on. cheating. He's looking at the clocks.
0: It's not I, cheating. That's part of the
1: game. I should be so, like, I should have a job. Why As do not I don't have a job? Watching. I'm clearly so
0: talented. What the fuck? He's it, you, you should be the um, the person on the end of the phone that goes. The time sponsored by an <laughs> At the 40th will be. You could do that.
1: I and should. Garrett, I should be the person working the
0: clock on Countdown. You yeah, know, it's just no the guy behind
1: there moving it each second.
0: And it's not like Don. It's not like we said you can't time a minute. That's not one of the rules. If you want yeah. to, you're perfectly within your rights. It's like saying to a referee, you can't have a watch during a football match. You have to get it spot on, 45 minutes each half.
2: Yeah, so no. It's all really skirts around the issue of the fact that I'm just shit at talking.
0: You're not. <laughs> You're really down on yourself today.
2: I can't talk. I hate talking.
0: I hate explaining things. I hate things. talking. I hate... <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's level progression. Now I hate on. explaining
2: myself and justifying shit that I enjoy to the fucking world. No, you're, you're on a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you're a bad choice then to replace Guy. <laughs> Shut up right level <laughs> progression. So go straight into it. Don't talk about what you had for dinner last night, or <laughs> you know <laughs> when you went to Margate. Just okay. get it. Get it going. Go bang.
2: Go right. There's nothing really wrong with the level progression in this game. Um, you you collect XP the same way as you do in loads of other games where you would be collecting and level that you, you level up in. You do it by killing stuff, by finishing missions, by completing strikes, uh, and by collecting stuff. Uh, and it, it, I don't see how that is really any different to any other game. Out like levels up. There's not really any other way to do it. Um, people do complain about level twenty being, you know, too low or whatever. But that the number is irrelevant. It's how fast you get to that the top number. But then you do level on. You do level up after that. You go. You use a, a light system to level up beyond that. I've seen people at level twenty-eight. And that's where you really start going in and collecting uh, engrams and going into to just discover stuff for yourself rather than following missions. And it's where the fire team aspect comes in, which is really important, which is the multiplayer aspect of this game. It really does want you and need you to join with other people, whether they're your friends or just randoms, and just make your own kind of path through the game. <laughs> and listen to that.
0: Wow. Can you hear that? Wow. Yeah. You are the future. I, I
2: put a fucking timer on. And I still didn't finish in time. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, so Maybe if you didn't I start
1: talking about the multiplayer halfway through, you might have, uh, yeah. you might have got through. Because
0: when no, he said, I no, the important funny. part is, I, I was expecting it to be like 57 seconds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, that's, the multiplayer part is important to leveling up because the, the multiplayer bit is is part of For the game. It's yeah. an intrinsic part of the game. You can't ignore. As much as we like it, to, you know, people want single-player stuff, you can't ignore the multiplayer aspect, having played it now for a full week and a bit.
1: Oh, I didn't realise you got two minutes on the last one, Don. You're just going oh, to f- keep talking all day. Bob yeah, spoke no. all
2: over my first section, so I technically <laughs> didn't get a section one <laughs> He well
0: did. So, <laughs> so. so uh, Bungie, if you're looking for any PR guys, <laughs> Don is available. <laughs> where he can, uh, at your conferences, go up yeah. at e free and under pressure can give the values of your game out to a, an awaiting I, audience.
2: This is why I stay indoors all every day whenever possible. I only go outside to go to work because I
0: fucking have to. Well, Don, so, come <laughs> on. Because you're pretending into Guy now. Whoa, we
1: <laughs> come on. Let's not say something we don't mean.
0: <laughs> I suppose that was a bit harsh.
2: <laughs> Plus, you know, Guy's moved on with his life and got a girlfriend and all the rest of it. So,
0: Yeah, because that's what happens in the podcast. It's like... Your life goes real downhill, because there was that time, wasn't there, Gareth, where the guy was like, oh, I can't do it, I don't know, I've got nowhere to live, bro, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, he's got a really attractive girlfriend, and he's off to Spain. He's living the
1: rock yeah. star lifestyle. We turn <clears> him into a rock
0: star. And we shoot him out. <laughs> That's what we do. So basically, Don, you're going to yep. be the next one. We groom you, and then you're off. Bang. Cool.
2: I look forward to that happening.
0: There we go. You will be dripping in clunge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ! You will look like Neo when he comes out of that pod in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be absolutely you will look like one of the inhabitants of Pompeii. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. So there you have it. There is no right or wrong answer. And I suppose that's the that's the thing about opinions, isn't it, Gareth?
1: Uh, they're like arseholes. Everybody's got one.
0: Or two. My mum used to know, uh, well, she still knows, a friend of hers, daughter, actually has two anuses. And that is not a lie. It's an actual medical condition. One of them doesn't go properly. One of them doesn't go all the way like a normal anus. It's just, it, it looks like an anus. Yeah, it's just basically a dead end. Where is it? Oh, is it on like her uh... elbow
1: or something?
0: No, no, it's literally <laughs> just above her other, just under her towel bone. Really weird.
2: Oh, God, you know what that's used for.
0: Well, maybe, but she's quite <laughs> young, so. Oh. <laughs> you Didn't they stitch
2: her up when she was born? I mean, because they... that happens to kids sometimes, they have that defect, and they normally just stitch them up straight away.
0: I don't know. It's none of oh. my business. I'm not going to go around <laughs> Maybe you should feel really it would be really useful. It's like a good Hi, place to keep friendly, your lipstick. But I'm uh, one of your friend's sons. I just wanted to come around and talk to you <laughs> about your young daughter's upper anus.
2: Yeah. But on the plus um, yeah. side, in the future, she'd make a really good drugs meal.
0: There you go. Fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's not all bad. Not all bad having two <laughs> asshole. It's not. It's not. But anyway, that's the end of the Destiny. Christ. Uh what would you call it? head-to-head, scene? I'd say. Head-to-head to- is a
1: pretty good name.
2: clusterfuck the fuck. <laughs> Cluster <laughs> fuck. a mindfuck
1: deathmatch Death match.
0: Yeah. If we need a name for this feature, oh, death gosh. match. Would if it ever comes down again, it'll be called the head-to-head death match grudge. <laughs> Right, so what have I been playing this week? Um, I've been playing a game called Tinder, which, (laughs) you know, it is quite good. Don's been sending me pictures of lovely women, not naked. They're all very tasteful, aren't they, Don? Very tasteful. And I thought, hmm, what is this? It's quite interesting. Um, Tinder is quite good, but it has a major flaw. And I'll tell you that in due course. For those of you that don't know, Tinder is a kind of social media app that basically breaks down all of the usual barriers. Looking for a woman, following a woman, memorising her journey home, presenting your penis to her on the doorstep of her house when she arrives home. So you don't have to worry about any of that. You don't have to do it. All it is is your picture and a little bit of simple information about yourself. Can you not eat peanut M&M's?
2: I'm not. They're rice peanut (laughs) M&M's.
0: Rice peanuts.
2: They're not peanuts. They're rice. I don't know why I said peanut. I have no They're
1: rice. They're crispy OMs? Yeah. They got like a crunchy crispy thing rice. in the middle.
0: They're the best ones. Oh, I thought you meant you were just eating rice, like just raw <laughs> rice. It'd be a bit weird. <laughs> <coughs> Here we go. Right. So you take your picture and you put it on there, and it then goes out into the world. Now, from your end, you can go through endless pictures of women from any distance from yourself that you choose. So your phone basically turns on the satellite and it drains your battery to fuck, doesn't it, Don? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It literally says, L- <laughs> search in your location and a little satellite thing comes up in the corner and then your battery just goes... You've got 20 seconds to match with someone quick before the battery dies. Yeah, basically. So... It could be 10 miles, it could be 200 miles. If you're really desperate, it's 200 miles. But if you're confident, maybe do the 10-mile area. Uh, You can click like or dislike when shown a photo. If the person in the photo, let's call her Jane, then clicks your picture as you've clicked hers when it comes up on her feed, then, and only then, do you get a match. So you can't just go, oh, I want to talk to this girl. If you see a picture of a woman and you think, I'd really like her to be my, my wife, but then she doesn't click your picture, then you're not going to be talking to her, basically. That's shame. I know, I know. So then you get put through to a private chat if she's clicked you, and it says match. And it's so beautiful when it says match, because it's on your fundamental basic level of humanity. You'll be walking along the street, or you'll be in work, and it'll come up on your phone, Bing! you have a match. And you think, oh, someone finds me attractive. And it's it's really nice to just feel wanted. Now, obviously, I wouldn't condone this act for someone like myself who's <laughs> pretty engaged. But because Don cannot get the act to work for love nor money, I thought I'd take a look, which is nice of me. You perform yeah. a service, and
2: when, when you say across. cannot get it to work, what you mean is <laughs> because nobody
1: likes me. me. You can't get past level Don, one. Can't get past the
2: first level. It's really quite, I'm finding it quite difficult.
0: Don hasn't got a satellite. That's his problem. You haven't got one, have
2: you? No, I don't. That's the problem.
0: Right. Let's get out of the way. This is about being shallow. It's it's not about what a person's like. It's literally your base. Do I like this person? Yes or no? Click, click, click. And we do that in all of our lives, Gareth. You know, when we're walking down the street, you think... Or you think, oh. you know? I mean, we all do it. This is nothing to be ashamed of.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are both noises I would make for, for the same, uh, feeling though. So,
0: oh, okay. Sort of lust and then disappointment.
1: <laughs> yeah, in uh, equal amounts usually.
0: Oh yes, at the same time, simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to go on is a picture. So if you have a tusk growing out of your cheek, you're not going to get very far. <laughs> <laughs> really not.
1: Yeah, suck it, elephants. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. As a
0: concept, it's good, but this is where the flaw comes into play. Now, I like it most to the old days in the original PlayStation where piracy was rife. I would play a game and toss it aside because I had the next new release that had just been given to me waiting on the shelf in a cheap plastic case. You feel no sense of pride or attachment to these games because it's easy come, easy go. You'll be talking to one girl and think, hey, this is going nice. She's a pretty nice girl. If I wasn't engaged, I would like to maybe ask for a number or invite her out on a date. But the next thing you notice is in your notifications, another girl has popped up in your newsfeed as a match. And out goes the previous girl and in with a new. Okay, and, that, and that's the problem in that it's not just me, but it's, it's the problem with everyone on that app.
2: Yeah, I and don't it, have that problem.
0: You do have that problem, Don. You're just joking. <laughs> At the time of the podcast, I have about three days, I've had it, and I've acquired 37 matches, oh, and God. that is way too many to even think about having a meaningful conversation with. And you can't stick to just one, because it's like Christmas. And soon you start <laughs> mixing their names up, like, you're like, hello Dawn, and she's like, who's Dawn? Oh, um, Jane. You get told off. You stop seeing the girls as human and just information. You don't form a human relationship, and it all becomes pointless. You can't maintain a meaningful conversation with 37 people, and when there's new ones coming in on a regular basis, it's, it, it just becomes pointless. A girl you might have liked talking to suddenly stops communicating with you, and it's probably because she has 50 guys she's speaking to. Let's put down our phones and our technology, Gareth we are human beings not robots let us touch each other's glands in the street not on the other end of a pc screen let's look into that potential lover's eyes as we make them laugh not simply look at the letters lol let's not hunch over skype holding our penises up to the camera because i sorry you think it's cam sex we yeah, were given please stop doing that reason,
1: during the podcast please
0: but the most important one common sense is the one we all overlook so guys mm-hmm. these are not the way forward.
1: So you don't like
0: Tinder. Well how would you review Tinder? I've reviewed it as what it is. It's a game. And I know people thinking is it a game? It is a game. It's a it's a social game and it's a game that people play with each other and they play it every day because they're bored. And you know you wherever you go now <clears throat> whatever you do. I was queuing for a bus this morning and there was a long line of people. I look up and everyone's on their phones. And you think to yourself, how are people going to ever meet each other? Because we're relying on things like this and there's nothing to it. You know, and everyone's meeting everyone and everyone's matching everyone else. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> it's, it's just not good. And, you know, Gareth, who says that one day not you sorry because you're in love Don. <laughs> on the way to your train tomorrow you don't bump into the most beautiful girl in the world and fall in love immediately yeah, But it's you not like
2: that I live in Essex
0: yeah <laughs> but, but you know she'll be coming to Essex for the day but the thing is she's on her phone so she hasn't noticed Don
2: yeah because she's that's talking definitely what's happening
0: yeah and she's like this. She's, this this she's talking to Cyril on the phone so she's missing out on everyone in the real world and the thing is sorry Gareth
2: it's more likely she's talking to you at this point (laughs) because you've matched with every girl in a 40 mile radius
0: (laughs) I've cleaned up some (laughs) but no but on a serious note the thing is it's very strange and it's almost as if we're relying on technology to do everything for us now we get in and we put on a sat nav or we do this and we do that or we go on the internet to find out the answers to all our problems or we expect to just press a picture of someone that we like and then talk to them and expect something to happen when it doesn't because there's a thing called body language there's a thing called there's all sorts of things and none of this will ever be just sitting down opposite another human being my becky for as much as i insult her i love her with all my heart And, you know, that's not because I talked to her on some crappy little app. That's because I got to know her over a process of weeks. And in the end, we found each other irresistible. But it wasn't forced. It's natural. And that's what we're going away from. I don't know what the point I'm trying to make is. It's quite a deep one, really. And it's something that we're all going towards. And it's a very dangerous future. In the fact that we're not paying attention to anything that's going on around us. ...while we're outside... ...but then we get angry... ...and try and use technology... ...to sort out all our problems... ...we don't bother going out... ...to pubs to meet women and... ...you know we'll make the effort... ...because we think we can download some crappy little app... ...and it's going to do it for us... ...that's not the future my friend... No no, no, but it can... ...like
1: the reason we want technology to do everything for us... ...is because it fucking can...
0: No it can't... ...not on a human level... He can take us from point Who cares a to about TV. a human level? Humans are the worst people on the <laughs> earth. Oh dear. Here he goes. Mr. Bloody You're normally really happy about life, Gareth, but something seems to have twinged inside you. No, I'm happy about life, but I think technology is incredible. Yeah. And I well, think Well so you would with things like Tinder.
1: Well, if people want to spend their time flirting with people
0: on an app, then that's their business. But that's the problem, Gareth. The fact is you'll talk to the girls and we're so different from women, men. I'm not just talking about me and you <laughs> I'm talking about as species, as human beings. Guys they want it. They're interested in it, in the sexual side of things. The women aren't so much. They're more into like the talking and getting to know people and find out about your career. And you know, you'll talk to the girls on Tinder <clears throat> and they'll say, Oh, I've just had about fifty morons just want to have sex or meet up for sex. Because that's us at our base levels... Females and males... And things like Tinder don't work because of this... Because we're not on the same wavelength... No, yeah, but those and, guys aren't going to be really nice in person... They're also
1: going to be twats in person...
0: No they're not... It just make, it's saving everyone a load of time... It's the same as on, on the internet... Where people are really leery... Over their headsets... But in person they're nothing... You'll probably find that the people on Tinder... The guys, the ones that giving it all the big ones that can't speak to women properly, and you'll find that most the majority of women are only on Tinder for about a week because that's all they can take of the constant bombardment from perverts. You know, and and this is the problem. And guys have got such young boys, like 17, seventeen. They've got such a skewed image of what women are from what they've seen in porn and what they've grown up with basically in that, you know, they're they're it's really their their whole mind is warped. And this is the problem what we're allowed to see on the internet and what the internet's doing and what we're just hoping. I've see your picture here, Gareth. Like if I just click on it, oh Gareth, be my boyfriend. What? It's not what? like that. <laughs> I'm saying that, you know, you can't just click on someone's picture because you like the look of them and then expect anything to happen, because it won't. And Tinder, is it's not like match.com. Match.com's okay, because you can talk, and then you get matched up. On this, it's literally, do I find someone attractive, yes or no? Chances are, they're really boring. So, don't download Twat. What's it called?
1: Tinder. Tinder.
0: Yeah, I didn't think it was called Twat. It might as well be <laughs> just called Twat Button. Twat <laughs> <Swatch> Button? <laughs> that would mm, be yeah. a good name for it. Yeah. Because guys, let's face it, women aren't going to want to have a one-night one night stand or come over yours for some casual sex. Women want a guy that's going to be able to provide for him, be nice, and that's the problem. We don't mature at the same rate, Gareth.
1: We don't. I, I don't think i mature at any point.
0: But that's the problem. like Girls, when they're 19, 20, they want the guy that's the bad boy. They want the guy with the car. By the time they're like 20, 25 to 30... They want someone, a guy that can make them laugh... And a guy that can make them feel mature... The guy that can make them feel secure, sorry... And that's, that's the, the matter of fact... Well, if, if there's anyone
1: that's uh, an expert on women... It's definitely video game geeks like us... So I'm really glad we were able to... To really educate... Speak to
0: yourself, Gareth... But <laughs> I tread the fine line between both... Okay... Yeah, as you saw... When I was speaking to that woman about the play arts figures that I like
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I think she thought I was pretty special I'm not going to take your figures don't worry you only want me because of my figures <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about didn't you see the um, didn't you see the conversation that I posted up that I was having with one of the ladies
1: oh I, my phone doesn't do pictures very well so I don't Yes,
0: basically she said to me what are you into I said I'm into computer games and collecting action figures are you still interested and she went mm, don't know so much about the figures and I said they're not just any figures they're Play Arts Kai <laughs> and she went oh that's okay then, <laughs> and, then and I said like, she knew what they were yeah yeah that's fine then that's cool don't worry about it and then, then I, I forgot what I said, but she said something, and then I just shouted, you're not taking my figures. <laughs> that's all she wanted me from me for. And I think that's about all I've done, really. I played a bit of Borderlands and FIFA, and that's about it. But I'm interested in this whole thing, and I'm going to solve this whole technology problem. Okay. I'm going to build some sort of machine that takes it out, but then it comes back. In the future to try and take me out when I'm in my mum's womb. Okay.
1: Uh you're thinking of a coat hanger?
0: No. <laughs> Something similar to that. The I think it's Terminator. <laughs> so you're saying he should have used the coat hanger on Sarah Connor? Maybe.
1: Just travel back a bit further. Yeah. Oh no, wait, a... no. I'm thinking Why of Terminator then? 2. I was thinking he, he should have traveled back further than Terminator 2. And that's the first Terminator. That's <laughs> <it>. Is that <laughs>
0: <laughs> But what I think is he should have just um, transported to when Sarah Connor was young and just booted her in the face once <laughs> a time. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Also well, what if Sarah Connor's mom?
2: In Terminator what if Sarah Connor hadn't been in the phone book? Mhm. What would he have done then?
0: what would he have done? You would have thought they would have had better technology back then.
2: Because that's the only right reason he found it was because there were three Sarah Connors in the phone book and she was one of them. If she hadn't been in the phone book you'd have just had to wander around Los Angeles in 1984 or whatever it was buy a I'm pizza.
0: So dangerous. And you, <laughs> you look back on these films now and they look so ancient. It's like I was watching the film Assassins uh, with Stallone and Banderas. Have you ever seen it? Yes. No. Really good film but the, the computers and stuff look so archaic. Mm-hmm. and like the way they're pin and stuff and the writing that comes up and the sat-navs they use it's, it's just so funny and I think we're getting in that stage now where for a few years you couldn't really notice it but now with the sort of iPads and things like that you can really see it's like Aliens where it's supposed to be set really far in the future but they've still got the CRT televisions hanging on massive like stands aren't they yeah <laughs> and it's like it just suddenly looks so old because they didn't they didn't even think about flat screens like in the future we're going to have flat screens because we don't need this massive catheter ray tube in the back
2: I like the ones where they've tried to envision a future and they've done that by putting keyboards on all the walls because cause, cause that would be useful
0: that would be the future but we still don't know that yet Don <laughs> so in a few years time when everyone's got keyboards on their walls you're going <laughs> to look pretty silly I'll, so,
2: I'll, I'll prepare for, to eat my words when that the day comes.
0: Eat it. Eat it, mice.
2: Eat those words.
0: Right, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um,
2: quite insightful of you today, Rob.
0: I know, fun. and I, I feel that I wanted to say that because same with online gaming and everything like that. Everyone's becoming too detached from who they really are.
2: Yeah, Do you know what bit.
0: I mean? It's, it's not like when online gaming was in its infancy. You still had sort of control and an attachment to who you are whereas now I think especially with these just idiots that you know they're one person and when they got online they changed in something completely different Mm -hmm. and I think people are starting to do that more with everything that they do now and I think it's becoming dangerous
2: yeah
0: thank you so you two just talk about Destiny now and I'll start going oh every now and then (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, so, what have uh, we been playing this week, Gareth?
1: Well, I've been playing two things, but I think the thing that we need to talk about is Destiny.
2: Dun dun dun!
1: This is my des- don don don.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> oh dear. That's how it's going. Oh,
1: so, shit. so don. I um. I gather you you're fond of Destiny. I do like it. It's not perfect
2: by any means, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I've done nothing but play Destiny uh, since the Tuesday it came out, so like eight days ago. And now we're doing this podcast. I'm just sat here looking at my PS4 wanting to switch it on and play Destiny again. Um,
1: so, wait. So yeah. Let me get this straight. Yep. You have fun playing Destiny? Yeah.
2: Huh. It's weird. It is weird. That's... Um. Should I tell you why? Let's but, tell Donald, you why. Sorry,
0: can I just get something out of the way before you go off on a tangent? <laughs> do you think that? Be honest. The price that you, the the money that you've outlaid Okay. Do you think? Because I think psychologically, it's happened to me before as well. Do you think psychologically that has a an effect on how much you will enjoy something, and I mean, it's the same as if someone buys a T-shirt that's by Armani for forty pounds, but it looks the same as a Primark T-shirt for eight pounds. Do you see what I mean? But they feel the value in it, and they feel that you know. I
2: know what you mean, um, yeah. but I'm not. Um, I, I'm not one of those people who is, you know, I'm fully prepared to be disappointed by pretty much like... everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yes regardless a of,
2: today. regardless of cost to be honest and because I I mean I pre-ordered this weeks and weeks ago um the money's been and gone out my account ages ago and it's just it doesn't really enter my mind what it costs um if I didn't really like the game then I'd be pissed off I suppose and go Oh, yeah. just but, but not because of the money but just because I've bought a game I don't like if I buy any game that I I don't like I I'm, I'm disappointed um you know if it's you know a 10 quid game off you know the Amazon marketplace if I you know if, it, if it's a game I'm looking forward to and I don't like it regardless of how much it costs you know I'm, I'm not beyond being disappointed with that happening um, but in this case um, the only thing that's really a letdown in Destiny at the moment is the actual story um, the actual single player missions that you know the, the story that gets told um uh, and the conclusion of it because there is no conclusion it's it's um there's rather no been, story there is a story nothing just, happens right there, there is a story it's you just it the way destiny has 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 worked and it's part of the reason why it's had a lot of difficulty getting this across is it's trying to balance this uh this this, this connection between its first person shoot of roots and its MMO aspirations and to kind of get that to all work together and be a something that will can consistently be played um, into the months and years into the future uh, the way they've done it has caused a bit of friction between those two aspects and certain people are able to work with that and other people find it really hard to get their head around and, and don't like the way that it has had to work to achieve, <laughs> excuse me to achieve that it's um, which i can understand i mean i i, I can get that you know the the story is complete it's it's very short it's very it's far too short In fact, it's a
1: series of cliches um, one after the other
2: well it doesn't the, it's actually it's, it's like it's, you're not watching a film and that's what it, the kind of analogy I was trying to make oh, earlier yeah, was that it's not a film where you've got a beginning a middle and an end and you know the whole film is complete it's more like the first part of a TV series there's another series season to come and then another season to come after that which is why it kind of it just ends with you know you've just completed one part of this thing you haven't done anything like you say, nothing really grand has actually changed or, or happened. Nothing, you know. There's no gigantic event really at all. You know, nothing happens with the traveler at all. Um, uh, you know, apart from what's spoken about. because um, I think that's what people were expecting when I got the game. They're like, well, obviously the mission, you know, the ultimate objective will be to wake up the traveler. Maybe you'll even get to go into the traveler or into the city that's directly beneath it. But none of this ever happens. Um, But it's all kind of, you get, there's all, you know, and you just feel like that's where it's supposed to be headed, but it never even touches going there. And that is a disappointment. And the story ends at a point where it's, you're just continuing off, you know, you've basically done one battle, basically, of what it should be, a gigantic war. But what I'm presuming is that, obviously, with DLC and the rest of it, and as they support it going future, more missions, more story, story missions in particular... Are going to be added, and that's what Bungie's actual plan is to keep this going. Um, and that's why the MMO aspect is important in this, is because that is what is supposed to keep you in the game and keep it alive for you, and to keep you know the level progression beyond uh, level twenty to keep on to keep you within that world. Before that, you know the rest of the story actually continues.
1: At no point um, playing the game did I ever get any sense. Of an epic war that was supposed to be being fought.
0: Which is is
1: ironic because these are the people who made Halo, which turned an Xbox, an original Xbox game with pretty, let's be honest, pretty shitty graphics for now, make it feel like a huge epic war was taking place and you were just a small part of it. This feels like there's no war taking place and you are zero part of even that that's going on. It feels, the whole, like, all the maps, yeah, all the maps are huge. In the, in the game are huge, but you revisit so many places in those maps so many times, so frequently, over and over and over again, that it just makes the whole world feel super, super tiny. It has the complete opposite effect, and couple that, the fact that there's nothing uh, on a grand <laughs> scale going on. It's all very tiny levels,
0: with yeah, very narrow
1: corridors that you're fighting people in. Nothing feels like a big war.
2: I mean, I know what you mean in that sense, but this is what I'm... this is what I mean as in comparing it to a TV series rather than a film is that you don't get the whole climactic stuff happening you just get one tiny corner of the world happening in series one and then series two they're going to move off you know to some other planets presumably and you know the reef obviously there's the whole reef thing you go you visit there once to meet the queen and her brother who were plotting for some reason you know they are talking about getting you into the black garden and you know she lets you in for some secret reason that is never revealed yeah. um and so there's obviously you know and why is she leading a bunch of fallen that's never touched upon it's just there so there's obviously a whole bunch of story that's hinted at there the whole thing with the war mind why that is still alive why anyone's talking to it how that thing is doing whatever the hell it's doing that's another branch of it but so there's all these little bits that are just set up and you're right. That, I mean, the story doesn't pay off any of those whatsoever, which is why I can totally tell, you know, it, it is a mass, It is a kind of really disappointing because you, you start off that story and you're actually really near the end. When you start, you know, when you go to the reef, you're actually only a few missions from the end and you think, well, actually, I've just gone off to uh, meet some new people. They've made a you know, you think this is going to be the start of some other section, you know, some other eventual, some other, you know, part of um, the the you know the whole plot that revolves around this you know except lost, at that you know, point except, you're like
1: level 13 and you're like well there's not that many levels left <laughs>
2: well i mean that's that, that's where the gun the crossover becomes an issue for for a, a bit in the game because you you are you know you i was like pushing level 20 by the time i got there because i had just started off doing all the strike missions and then just doing the patrol missions just wandering around um, joining fire teams and stuff like that, and and I've been leveling up just because I've been doing all this extra stuff rather than just going straight, you know, through all the missions. Um, so I'd leveled up quite a lot more. So by the time I got to Mars and the final few missions, I was level twenty, um, and I didn't die once in the final Black Garden mission uh, at Me all. Either. Um, yeah, uh, and you know, a lot of you know the bosses that are in the game are kind of just bullet sponges a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Which is, well, especially the fucking Nexus. The Nexus is a twat of a bullet sponge, and I hate him. Um, but that said, yeah, that part is difficult to kind of, you know, I suppose, rationalize in that sense. And when you put it against the way the story unfolds, it is all just left completely hanging, you, you know. But, but, you know, you, but there is stuff there. It's just they need something. They, they put all the little kind of hooks in the wall there just isn't anything hanging off them yet if you see what I mean
1: I, I kind of disagree and that is, that is a problem I you think know, uh, you know, you know th- for me lack of payoff isn't really an issue because you know there's going to be sequels after sequels so lack of payoff isn't an issue but lack of setup is where this game feels so hollow and lifeless to me like who I- who am I playing as? someone that was brought back to life doesn't matter how or why or why you were a guardian that was dead or what, what was going on there It doesn't matter Okay, where does my ghost come from? Why is he special? Doesn't matter. We won't set any of that up. Like, okay, do you want to maybe tell me why I'm going to this planet for a mission? Yeah, we'll have a, like a, a brief sentence before you start the mission. It's like, it reminds me of Titanfall, where that game, you just played multiplayer games against another team, mm-hmm. and then in the background it would just be a radio play that would tell you what the story was. But you completely don't pay attention to the radio play because you're playing yeah. the game. It's it reminds me of that. Like, there's basically no story. There's just play the game and then we'll sort of maybe throw in some hints at a story now and then. Like, and I think part of the problem with that well, part of the reason it's like that is because they wanna sort of have their cake and eat it too. They wanna have a story that they think is epic. But at the same time, they want you to be able to do whatever you want at any time. You can go into a level 8 mission when you're level 5 if you want. You can be really hard, but we give you that option. Mm-hmm. Even though that mission, story-wise, is different to what you should be doing. Like you know, th- For example, there's one mission where um, when you select it, the mission description is just like, go to this place and stop this thing from happening. And as your ship's flying down to the planet, some guy's like, message to all channels, this is the most important thing in the universe. They're trying to destroy the traveller with some ancient uh, voodoo magic. And then you just do the mission, and it's just a standard mission. And then at the end you get, like, a bit of loot or whatever. You can do that mission at pretty much any time once you've gotten to that planet. Yeah. It doesn't have any significance. No, Like you know that guy should be coming up to you after the mission and being like you literally saved the traveler from in- from destruction we sent this message out to every single guardian you're the one who did it you should feel awesome here's some epic loot i'm the guy who's selling the level 20 loot that's all purple and epic so i'm obviously going to give you something cool but no you just do it there's there's no thank you there's no uh, like uh there's no like celebration that you've just saved the Traveller. It's just another mission. It just so happens that the text before this mission said... They're trying to destroy the Traveller. With whatever's at the end of this mission. And it all feels very pointless. And rote. And hollow. And just it. so much of it lacks personality. And life. Whereas something like Borderlands. Is the gameplay is... I find it more interesting because the enemies are way more varied... Um, yeah,
2: that is a definite. There, there's not enough variance in the
1: enemies. I think there's Even ten there's enemies four, in four Destiny, types. but yeah, that's yeah. Um, but in Borderlands, like, there's so much personality going on, and every mission, uh, you're constantly being talked to by a guy who's like giving you funny, witty dialogue, and then you get to the end, and it's something completely unexpected and entertaining. And then you know, Borderlands is helped by at the end, you get like, of most missions, you get a cool. Like a unique weapon that does something completely different to every other gun in the game. Whereas Destiny, everything about it. Everything everything you get from completing a mission, everything you get during a mission, everything feels generic. You know, you go to one of these loot guys who's selling like level 20 stuff and it's some crazy hand cannon with like 4 billion damage that has like a thousand things you can upgrade on it. And then he just gives you a regular Gun that you could probably pick up in a mission. It's like, what? Well, like, I just literally saved the traveler's life from a cult underground on the moon. Yeah. And but, you're i mean, just giving me this, standard. That,
2: But that's the consequence of this being just the beginning of the story, really. Um, and them having, having this crossover between FPS and, and MMO. It all comes down to a consequence between of those two things and them having to uh, somehow balance those two things out.
0: But it doesn't it, feel—it's—it's
2: it's, it's not fully one thing or the other, and that's—and having that middle ground is difficult to tread, and—and and that's where I think you're—that's where you're seeing this, this problems coming in for a lot of people.
1: It, it doesn't feel like the start of an epic story, though. It doesn't feel like—it feels like this entire game should be one actually entertaining mission in a much bigger game. Like if this game was maxed to level 100 and this was one mission in which you do all this stuff to get to the mission that you do at the end of the game which I guess is supposed to be a big deal but is never made out to be a big deal in any way like that feels like what I expect from this kind of big budget game to me everything I did in the game felt um, inconsequential Literally everything, like... Every mission... And a part of it is because... Like, uh, the way they have to set up these missions is... Oh, this mission's been given to... The Guardians. And because you're a Guardian... One of a thousand... Let's see if we can maybe go and do it. Because there are hundreds of other players playing the game at the exact same time as you... Probably doing this mission. And they have to address that in some way. Whereas I think it would have been better to do the MMO thing where, you know... If you walk up to somebody in MMO, even though you're only level 10, they'll be like, oh, so you're the recruit I've been hearing about. You're the the hot shot from the, the thing. And I'm, I'm a level 10, stood around 50 other level 10s talking to this quest giver. But you feel like you're the star. Whereas Destiny, I never felt that way once. Even when I was the one saving the Traveller in like nine separate missions. Not once was I treated as the Master Chief, you know? I think that's one thing Halo actually did really well. They set up a a hero, and they made you feel epic when you were playing as him. Whereas Mm. in Destiny, you're a generic guy, and you feel generic when you're playing him, and nothing about it feels special to me.
2: Then I think they've rather than do that, they've they've gone the route of you know you being able to customize your character to a to a degree. Um, I mean, you know, there's this limited amount of armor that's available. Sooner or later, you will get the best armor and everyone will <laughs> will just have the best armor that they can possibly that they can possibly be eventually mm-hmm. um but you can still customize you know choose you know the weapons you use and all the rest of it um to suit your style of play I guess um but uh, yeah beyond that um you are just the, the the other part of it though that is really important is the the multiplayer part of it and everything you say is kind of true but Without the multiplayer bit in there, you, that you can't really ignore that part of it, which I tried to do for the first few days I was playing because I, you know, I, I just want to play the, through the story stuff by myself and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once I'd gone, I'd you know I'd kind of been denying people's requests to join fire teams and all the rest of it because I didn't know if they were going to go off and do a strike mission that I hadn't done yet. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I don't want to see this yet because it's not somewhere I've been yet, or you know, it's 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 a story mission that I haven't done yet, and so you know, I want to go and through it in order and all the rest of it so I've been denying all these requests for a few days until i would finished the complete game uh, all the story missions and well every mission in fact but then I started so now I've started actually joining other people and letting other people join me and go through the, the, the Vanguard strikes and stuff like that and it, going back to some of the missions like the summoning pit mission on the moon I mean after I'd you've gone through Venus and Mars and spent ages on there going back to the moon I'd completely forgotten about the moon uh, and what it looked like, and and how different it does look to to the other places, and the it's like, it's you know it's the color scheme is completely different, and it, it's a lot creepier. I, I will places. say,
1: even on three hundred and sixty, it is a very very pretty game. The graphics uh, are fantastic. Yeah.
2: It's insanely good looking. I mean, I, I quite often, I mean, I've just wandered around sometimes trying to take screenshots. You know, you just sit on the ground, so the camera goes a little bit. Um, you get rid of all your. Uh, Head-up display stuff, and then try and get a decent angle, stick a vista sc- shot, and stuff. And it does look absolutely stunning. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what, going joining the fire teams and then doing the summoning pits mission um, with a fire team was insane because it was there was the it was pumped up to a much higher level, so the enemies were harder. And all three of us, complete complete random strangers, none of us knew each other, just bombing down there, and then getting to that final room where. the giant beast is chained up and we all just kind of got trapped as just hundreds of enemies and like we had like at one point there must have been 10 fucking wizards and a whole bunch of acolytes all trying to get through the door the the, the little door that goes into that big area and we were stuck in the little anteroom room just outside it and we couldn't get through we just kept getting annihilated um but it was hilarious because we were just just the sheer number of enemies just piling through there and all getting trapped and just constantly dying and then having to revive each other and keep that, you know. Because if you all three of you die, then then you know the strike is over. So yeah. as long as one of you can stay alive, you can. And that little that tension of being one guy left alive, and going fuck if I die, I'm going to fuck this up. For everybody, I'm yeah. just trying to survive or hoping that the guy, the one guy who's left alive, is not going to get his ass kicked um, before you can revive. Um, it does add a great, a really good deal of, uh, of of adrenaline and kind of anticipation to the. To the matches and, and excitement because you just the teamwork aspect of it really does elevate those missions way above um just doing them on you just doing them on your own um, especially on the harder difficulty levels
1: yeah um, I, the game doesn't do that enough like just throwing tons of enemies at you i actually quite like the vex as an enemy they're the sort of they're the
2: the first time i saw the first time they arrive and there's just this big like horde of them and then this mechanical Kind of Cybermen style walk, yeah. I thought was quite hilarious and but good, but hilariously funny the way they just made them into this kind of weird mechanical, just flood you with loads of enemies. I thought that was quite cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean they're the most generic enemy in the world. Like all oh, these robots share one mind, and they're like <laughs> yeah. the most generic sci-fi bullshit in the world. And they use them very generically. Like just they're an ancient evil race of robots. They're very evil, and they all you th- think with one mind. Blah blah blah. Robots. Robots. Um, but they're cool because they will send like eight guys at you at once and they'll just lumber towards you Yeah, and it's fun to take out big packs that's where like like that's where I had fun in this game when it dials up the difficulty with volume of enemies and not here's a bullet sponge which every boss in this game is just a bullet sponge boring much, as fuck yeah. um, when it sends like ten guys coming at you that is fun that's gameplay
2: yeah, bit that of makes usual... you want to keep playing yeah being able to use your weapons your specials your grenades and, and all the rest of it again because because there's a ton of enemies in there is definitely way more you know it's it's where the game needs to do loads more of and if you bump up the the difficulty rates if you push them up into the level twenty twos and twenty fours there are more enemies in um, on those missions and they're a lot harder to kill as well so yeah. you do need to rely on the you know the other members of your fire team and all the rest of it, and you do get to just have a lot more fun with devastation because there's so many more enemies in there so this game really it does once you go beyond 20 and you can push into those heavier strike missions the game does become you know it does shift uh, the way it plays fairly significantly uh, in that sense um it, you know it and it just becomes a lot more intense um because of you know because of ramping up the difficulty and the number of enemies um yeah. and that's really where they're kind of a lot of things I've read since from Bungie especially have been saying you know, the game changes when you hit level 20 and it's almost like they're saying yeah, the, the up to 20 thing is, was kind of there for the story based missions but really we want you to just once you've finished with that we really want you to be doing all the strike stuff and all the raids which are now level what 26 the first raid opened yesterday mm-hmm. um, which is you've got to be a level 26 and you've got to have a six man um, fire team uh, which you put together yourself, there's no matchmaking on it um, so they're really trying to push the social aspect and the difficulty aspect of the game to keep you playing and to keep you leveling up. And uh, and I mean, I, for me, that's kind of working. You know, I, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but for me, I'm, it's kind of compelling for me to keep going through. I like you know the collect business of you know getting engrams and chain, getting you know upgrading your weapons and your armor, uh, using the XP to max out. You know, weapons that you know and gear you know you're going to discard straight away because you get more sapphire wire if you discard something once you've maxed it up. So you equip that before you turn in your bounties, because um, that's what then gets leveled up is what's equipped, um, and and little bits like that. And so yeah, so I've I don't know that that kind of constant trying to get the next thing and trying to find something else is for some reason keeping me in the game. And I do just like buzzing around on the sparrow, jumping out when there's uh, some other um, other guardians that just happen to be in the area and helping them out um, or stealing their kills quite often. Yeah. Um, that is one problem, actually, that is definitely a problem in the game is when you're on a story mission, even if you are doing that story for the first time, there can be other guardians who are either on the same story mission themselves or they're just wandering around doing their own thing who can wander into an area and they can be way more powerful than you at that point and they can just wander through and blitz all the enemies in 10 seconds and then you wander in behind them 10 seconds later and everything's dead and you're like well there's now no challenge for me in this area i you know i can either hang around and wait for all the enemies to get dropped off again in drop ships or just carry on through the mission and i've not really done anything yeah. that is definitely a problem um that that interaction within the story missions because you know it, obviously you're going well it, it just removes that whole part of the Playing through the story, it's
1: you know. Well, that's them trying to you know, have their cake and eat it too. They want it to be MMOE, yeah. But they want everyone to have a story experience that's all their own. But you can't, yeah. you can't really have both. Uh, like MMOs don't work for that because you'll get to the area where this one guy that everyone's trying to kill is he'll spawn. Whoever gets the last hit on him gets the quest item or whatever and runs away. Then everyone has to wait for him to respawn again. That's MMO. <laughs> it doesn't really work as well in destiny um they do do the thing where you know when the screen goes black and you can't respawn mm-hmm. um you know everyone gets separated out and it's just you in those or your fire team or whatever yeah but um that's that's about as close as to an instance as it gets i mean i i do like the game i played it up until level 20 and i'll play more just to see more of the strikes I don't hate the game. There's there's something about getting loot, even if it is shitty loot. There's something about leveling up in a game, even if it is laming up lamely, that will always grab me. I love leveling up. I love getting new weapons and trying them out and upgrading things. That just will always yeah press my buttons. Yeah. But... That's
2: me too, and that's what they're relying on for to keep the game
1: going until the next you know story bit yeah is released. But but i I don't think it's a good game i I think it's good enough for mm-hmm. early September when no other games are out It's good enough to grab everybody it's out on new consoles and old so everybody can get it and everybody's sort of been hankering for a game for months thats that's this that everyone can get into play with their friends yeah um I think if this were coming out in a few weeks like. When FIFA's already out, when Call of Duty's already out, I don't think it would have done well at all. But right. that's my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm obviously just conjecture because there's no way but we'd Gareth, ever have for sure. Sorry, yes. I, I
0: just need to talk. What what do we need? What do we? There's all these games like Titanfall, Destiny. They're all good games. They're fine. But what is it they're lacking? What What's the magic that we've lost? that we need to recapture in these games for people to just say, wow, are we going to ever see another Call of Duty 4? Are we going to see another Counter-Strike? Are we going to see another Team Fortress? What is it? We're talking about what we don't like, but what is it we need to see to bring that magic back that seems to have been lost? Titanfall, we said it's brilliant, you can't fault it, but there's just... It's just gone. Like, no one's talking about Titanfall anymore, where technically it's a fabulous game. What is it missing? Um...
1: Titanfall suffers uh, because there's no meat. Like, Titanfall is a game that plays fantastically, but why? Like, why would I play it? I mean, it's fun for like a round, but then there's no incentive to yeah, keep yeah, playing. Yeah, But the,
0: the thing is, every game used to be like that. There was no point in it. Like, we're talking about Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, stuff like that. We play them because we enjoy them, not because of that, but... Uh,
1: No, you you play Mortal Kombat to get better, to whoop your friend's ass at Mortal Kombat. But
0: surely Titanfall's the same thing. No, because
1: nobody cares in a 6v6 game if you get a slightly better kill-death ratio than somebody else. That's not compelling.
0: It's like, I'm going to get Smash
1: Bros, and I'm going to play the fuck out of it, so I can kick the shit out of people at Smash Bros. In the arse. Yes. (laughs) Hard. And... Speaking of Smash Bros. I have played Smash Bros. for the 3DS this week.
0: No you haven't, it's
1: not even out. They released a demo so a week cheeky. in advance. Go on. Uh, and I've been playing it. And it's not very good. <laughs> and it kind of broke, it broke my heart, Rob. Oh, mate. My heart is broken by subpar Smash Bros.
0: Well, I'm looking at... Um, forza right now mm-hmm. and it looks incredible <laughs> wow i can hear i can hear the engine mate it's so smooth are you and playing old, it or are you just looking yeah. at it yeah oh you want to see this don if you didn't have a playstation 4
2: <laughs> i've heard it looks excellent
0: it looks like smooth shit running down a window oh my god if you, no, that's how slick it is not what it looks like <laughs> no, you can imagine it
1: I unfortunately can yes.
2: one thing about um, Destiny I didn't mention was the Crucible PvP stuff and I'm finding that quite difficult because the maps
1: I don't like <laughs> I have played no PvP because I can tell from the way that game plays PvE that it's not going to be fun at all Mm. The I find the gameplay unbelievably boring in Destiny. Uh, nothing about it is satisfying to me. Like I don't know. I I don't feel powerful at any point. Like I'm going back to the earlier areas to do bounties or whatever. Yeah. And like I'll have my super powerful hand cannon, and I'll shoot a level two vandal in the chest. ...and it'll take his health like 80% of the way down... ...and it's like, how is that not a one-hit kill?
2: That's weird, because I don't have that problem anymore. I'm just, I'm literally one-shot head-killing everything.
1: Well, yeah, if I hit him in the head, then it's, <laughs> it's goosey. But, you know, if I, say, clip him in the shoulder... ...it's not a one-hit kill. I'm level 20. My hand cannon is level 20. You are level 2. How am I not powerful enough to eviscerate you... ...just by looking at you? Um. It's kind of ridiculous and it's like I want to feel powerful in a game where I'm collecting armour that has massive numbers a gun that has like 100 times the number my starting gun had I want to feel more and more powerful and instead I feel the same as I did at level 2 except now I know that my gun has a bigger number even what, though it doesn't necessarily feel that what
2: way what class have you been playing as? Titan right see i that's the other thing I've yet to- to do and to the other thing that's going to keep me in the game is playing as the other two. I played through as a hunter so I'm going to play as a titan and a warlock next and I'm going to level those up to level 20 whatever uh, as well just because I want to um, and to see how they're different but have you tr- the, the subclass for the hunter is the blade dancer subclass which once you power all that stuff up from what I can tell you do a lot more close combat stuff with your dagger and um, which makes you a lot more powerful close combat, and you can take out a lot more enemies really fast and chain damage stuff, which seems a lot more fun
0: mm. um,
2: than just having a dagger you throw, and then you have to wait for it to charge up. But that said, I've you know I'm, I'm still I, I the the gunplay mechanics work really well for me, and I, I they feel I'd still love just shooting stuff in the face all the time. It, it just has not got boring for me doing that at all, and just collecting stuff like you. I'm you know I. Leveling up becomes kind of addictive after a while, um, and I'm just constantly after trying to find that next kind of legendary engram and um, some exo- there are exotic weapons out there, none of which I've ever seen, um, but they do exist, and mm. I want to find some, and <laughs> all, that, all that stuff that you know, you know it's, it's, it is a bit like that Pokemon kind of mentality. you've got to collect everything um, yeah. that kind of is keeping you know for me anyway, that's what's keeping me kind of going in the game. Um, well
1: like th- this is I mean I'm a person who's played a shit ton of Borderlands in my life this is a post Borderlands game with the same concept first person shooter MMO style leveling up and loot system
0: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't hold a candle to Borderlands in <laughs> any respect like in any at all the co-op in Borderlands is better even though co-op in Destiny is fun co-op in, De- in ev- anything makes it better yeah, coping destiny does make things better but coping borderlands is so much more fun uh, the shooting is so much better in borderlands the very variety of weapons means you're constantly having new experiences in combat and there's fucking millions of different types of enemies so everything's fresh and new your abilities uh, are far more um, like editable like your main action skill can be tweaked in any number of ways to give you a different playing style. Whereas in Destiny, it's like you can tweak it maybe one or two ways. It's very uh, binary. Um, Borderlands leveling up, you level up a massive skill tree where you have tons of options every time. Like you're getting loot left, right, and center. In in Destiny, you know you're getting a gun, say every ten minutes maybe a bit of loot every 10 minutes in borderlands you get in loot every 10 seconds like <laughs> you know some of it may not be very good you may stumble across something really powerful but it it's not you know you may not get um better loot in the same time frame you know hmm. playing 10 minutes of destiny and playing 10 minutes of borderlands you may end up in both games only finding one gun that you want to keep um but then in Borderlands cuz you have like your inventory's full up every like 15 minutes and you have to go to a thing and sell all the shit weapons you got the volume that you get actually does have a effect it's a hoarder mentality yeah. you want to grab as much stuff as you can you're constantly picking up oh there's a new gun grab that oh the numbers on it are slightly worse so I won't equip it but I can still sell it for money so there's still a point uh, it's all very tactile Feels really good. Whereas in Destiny, like, especially because you can um, discard stuff straight from your inventory and get um, what is it, glimmer for it. Yeah. So there's no point in which my inventory has more than one weapon.
2: Well, that's where it does change after 20. If you want to start leveling stuff up, you need to discard gear a lot more and leveled up gear as well because. In order to level up rare and legendary gear, you need sapphire wire which you only get by discarding gear and the more leveled up that gear is when you discard it the more sapphire wire you get um, and it always costs more than it does to sell so that's why there's still loads there's people are getting uh, loads you know lots of green uncommon loot and stuff rather than legendary and rare stuff even though they're in their 20 plus levels because of that that you've got to level up all this other stuff using all the bounties and the Strike missions and stuff like that to actually level them up, so you can sell them off for other stuff. Um, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff to collect, which is also tradable against uh, weapons and gear for the di- you know different those different uh, merchants that are around the tower. They all want different stuff, um, so it's so sort of, many
1: it's, currencies in this game.
2: Yeah, and they all want different amounts of stuff to that. and and, some, and to level up just one you know or buy one certain, you know vanguard weapon that's you know, at level twenty plus cost so much, you've got to farm so much of that stuff that you know they, I, I, you know, it, it does seem slightly excessive, but then if they didn't do it that way, everyone will be maxed out, level 28 with the most powerful weapons ever available in the entire game within a week, that would be literally everybody
1: Oh no, then everyone would feel really epic and be having loads of fun all the time oh, what would we do then, but then
2: yeah, but the problem with that is they've got to keep this going until the next story stuff comes along whenever the hell that's going to be. And if everyone is just maxed out at everything, then there's less reason for them to keep going back into missions and stuff because there's nothing to be gained by continuing to go back uh, and to do more bounties or what have you, unless you're just doing PvP for, you know, because people like obviously doing the uh, matchmaking stuff anyway. Um, So that's why I think, you know, they've got those levels that high for a lot of the gear uh, and all the weird shit that you around the place
1: but that's again that's like you know you have one gun that you're trying to upgrade versus in borderlands where you're getting a hundred guns and like a few of those might be awesome it's that's a much more i mean i'm not just saying this my opinion like i played both styles Mm -hmm. that is a much more interesting way of approaching it because any gun that drops could be potentially a legendary and it's that excitement when you know an enemy's going to drop, if it's like a really hard enemy, you know it's going to drop at least a blue rarity. Yeah. There's a the chance it may, like, 0.5% chance or something that it might drop a legendary. Like, that's always a possibility and something like that Um, I just find far more interesting than the Destiny model of, you know, you have a weapon that you pay a lot of attention to instead of, in Borderlands, every weapon is disposable at any time, which, it, for me personally... Yeah.
2: I don't know, I've, I've, just more I've got rid of pretty... Even my rare weapons, I've got rid of quite a few of. You end up just keeping hold of whatever's the most powerful, or <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, But then, if something else more powerful comes along, which inevitably it does, but normally you've got to have leveled up a little bit more until you start getting those ones that are, you know you've got to be a higher level to use the the higher level weapons, obviously, so mm-hmm. you've still got to spend some time doing bounties or doing crucible matches to level up enough to then get the actual, you know, the, the more powerful legendary weapons um, so, I mean, I've, I think I've discarded pretty much everything except to you know, or, or what I've done is I maxed them out I mean, you know, leveled and then sold them off to so I can afford. Yeah. I'm currently just stockpiling <laughs> uh, you know, as much loot and And shrapnel, or whatever the hell it is, Um, that metal stuff that's lying around the place.
1: Spin spin
2: metal, metal or whatever it is, yeah. Mm. Sapphire wire, and all that other stuff. I'm just kind of stockpiling as much of that as possible. So eventually, when um, I do find another weapon that's better, I can level that up. I'll have enough, you know, to actually, you know, max that weapon out at some point. But yeah, I'm kind of holding on to one weapon at the moment, but of the you know main one primary weapon but the other two weapons I'm kind of even though they're rare weapons I'm just powering them up and, and I've only kept all of them until I find something else.
1: Yeah, basically um, throughout the whole game I've had hand cannon, a pulse rifle, and then a heavy machine gun. Yeah. that the entire game the only time I switch a weapon is if I find a better hand cannon. Like even if I have like a scout rifle that does ten more damage per shot, it's not my hand cannon. But isn't it
2: better that you feel like you've formed an attachment with that weapon?
1: But I haven't. I'm just waiting for a hand cannon with more green arrows pointing upwards (laughs) next to numbers.
2: Yeah, but you still want to stick with the hand cannon, though. You're not going to trade it for a scout rifle or whatever. Well, every hand
1: cannon is the same. It just may have slightly more recoil or something like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, in Borderlands, there's a shit ton of pistols... There's like fully automatic pistols, and there's ones with a fuck ton of recoil. There's ones that will fire out explosive shots, uh, and they'll behave differently.
2: Yeah. Uh, d- I think you, you might find you, as you start collecting the rare weapons, they have more abilities like this. They'll have, they you know, as you level them up, they, each one has got a different ability, just very similar to what you've just mentioned. Um, so I think as you start farming stuff or going through more the the, the, the post. Twenty missions and strikes, and you start finding legendary engrams. You might start finding that that will happen a bit more. So, I don't know. We'll
1: see. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to play more of it. I don't hate it. That's. I think yeah. that's the takeaway here. <laughs> is I don't hate it. I don't think it's good, though. I will. Pro- it's probably like a. It's probably like a five out of ten for me. Wow. Um, with the five being just enough of a five. To keep me of playing all the way to the end, and I'm going to keep playing more of it just because, loot and leveling and upgrading are yeah. three things that will keep me coming back to pretty much any game.
2: <laughs> True, definitely try though and get into some fire team stuff on the strikes, and just start playing through those, and just see how you get on with the being part of fight team, and if you find that a bit more compelling. Plus, I mean, you're going to start using that to level up anyway, so it's a useful way to. Um to level up and find more legendary gear so
1: yeah Yeah. i've I've played a handful of strikes and Mm -hmm. in general the quality of people it's teaming me up with is very low uh just they're just idiots man they're like you know two of two of us are dead that person will just leg it at the enemy boss it's like no (laughs) sit still just chill out for like 30 seconds it's fine yeah that's really annoying i think there are some members of the Game Central group who are playing it on 360, Right. so I might try and get in with them at some point, but yeah. we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. Yeah, definitely.
2: Add it as a clan as well. You have to do it from the Bungie website.
1: Oh, that sounds really cool. Which
2: is really annoying. But <laughs> well, you have to actually... Well, you've joined the group, but you actually have to set that as your clan for some reason um, uh, in on the Bungie website. Um and there's some stuff where you can only complete trophies and stuff if you, everyone in your fire team is a part of the same clan, uh, for whatever reason. But, um, hmm. but yes.
1: Well, there well you. I think there's it, destiny. So <laughs> yeah, you're probably pretty happy that I don't hate it. But
2: no, I did. I expected you to completely hate. It. I knew you would not like the story because I didn't read like the story that
1: much. There's no story. Stop saying but... there's a story. You're really misleading people.
2: Well, what should, what, what do you want to call it then? the campaign missions because it's not really a campaign because it's just the beginning
0: it's just that's his it...
2: biggest that's his biggest flaw for me is the fact that it is just a beginning and they then need that you know they need to bring more of those story elements in Done. Done. and actually add I would
1: have loved stuff. a beginning what we <laughs> get is not it's like what if if the entire storyline of the destiny universe is say on a 100 point scale we got say Thirty-six point two. That's that's where we are. That's the entire game takes place on thirty-six point two. We've missed the beginning. We don't know what's going to happen after that. And this is a really inconsequential point in the story. That makes. Please no
0: stop sense. talking about destiny. You two have been talking about destiny probably longer than any of the Bungie people at their board meetings. Definitely, we've
1: we thought more about the game than the people at Bungie did.
0: You, think you have, and it's you know it's been nearly an hour, and I commend you both. <laughs> really good, but do you think that there should be a time where it stops?
1: We can we can stop now. I, I can talk about the Smash Bros demo if you want.
0: You hated it. <laughs> I
1: hated it, but I can tell you why.
0: Go on then. Is it? Because it was on the D three DS. Kind
1: of, yeah. That's. I wasn't expecting too
0: small to kind of pay any attention to actually what's going on.
1: Yeah. You don't really realise when you're playing on a big T V, but the camera in Smash Bros games pulls out really far back quite a lot of the time to fit everyone on screen. And on a tiny little three D S screen, it's so hard to make everything out. And then couple that with the fact that the circle pad is a very, very poor substitute for an actual thumbstick. You just can't you don't feel like you have the right sense of control. I mean, I played, like,
0: a game against...
1: It just doesn't, like... The whole point of smashing is it's, like, a tactile, like... As you flick the stick, you press A at the right time. But because the thumbstick... There's no, like, snap to it. Because you feel like you'll break the cunt. So it's like... You'll sort of push (laughs) it. (laughs) You'll sort of push it and press A at the same time. And sometimes it just... The timing doesn't feel right because there's not a real... Um, tactile feeling on the circle pad and it just it never really feels very satisfying. I mean I can beat the computer at level 9, whatever Like that's Shut not up. an issue because I'm, I'm a Smash Bros. god at this point but it's just the fundamental things, like the demo even though it is a demo there's absolutely no selection of any options of any kind like I just wanted to like, there's basically two types of matches in Smash Bros. timed matches where you just play for two minutes, uh, for example... and whoever gets the most kills wins. And then there's stock matches where, say, everybody gets three lives... and then once they're gone, you're out. And I always play stock matches with my friends. There's not even an option to change that in the demo. You have to play two minutes timed. You have to play against uh, bots. You can't put the bots on a separate team to you. Just every man for himself in every game... You can't change whether items spawn, so every game, items are spawning super quickly, all the time, non-stop. And it's just... It's kind of... You know the way a demo is supposed to make you want the game? This is a demo that's made me not want the game. (laughs) Which is the opposite of what you want. It's pretty sad. Also, the selection of characters is not great. Like, why is Link in there? Link is the shittest Super Smash Bros. character has been since the N64 one. Shit in melee, shit in brawl, shit in this. Link is just not good in any way. And it's a massive bummer that they would put him in. Pikachu's in it. Pikachu's fine. Mario's in it. No issue with Mario. Mega Man's in it. I don't like Mega Man. And the Animal Crossing Villager's in it. I think the Animal Crossing uh, the Animal Crossing Villager could be fun. But with these subpar controls on a tiny screen... When you only have two minutes to face a computer. Like, it's just, there's no, you can't get a feel for it at all. And it's a massive shame. And I just kind of don't want that game on the 3DS at all. That's a shame. (laughs) Made me really sad, Don. Really fucking sad. It was like, I even just wanted to go into like a training room just to try out Mega Man and see what all his moves do and how they behave. No training room. You just you either play against the computer, or you turn off the demo. Those are your two choices. It's a really fucking lame way to show people the game. If somebody was like, oh, I wonder what all this Smash Bros is about, I'll just play this demo. They're going to think it's terrible, because that demo is terrible. Yeah. And that pisses me off more than anything.
2: Well, fortunately there's a Wii U version, which you'll have to buy a Wii U for. But
1: I'm going to. But, <laughs> I mean, that don't come out until probably December. Probably it's only September.
2: Oh, you have to keep uh, leveling up in Destiny in the meantime.
1: Oh, but I'm not looking forward to that.
2: <laughs> Change your character and start all over again.
1: No.
0: <laughs>
2: put your loot in the, uh, put your gear in the uh, in the archive, whatever it's called, and then you can pick it up as another character.
1: You put your loot in the archive.
2: <laughs> I have done. My archive is full of loot. <laughs>
1: Well, all right, That doesn't sound like a euphemism at all Alright Rob I'm done talking about boring stuff now You can end the podcast
0: Thank you very much Well Gareth Thank you for your great input
1: this week You're very
0: welcome And Don Thank you also for your great input this week Thanks uh, I hope you're going to join us next week um, Or Gareth could just carry on the Podcast well, he's done until then, um, about a 24-hour stream, and we'll just pop up again next Wednesday, do our little bit, and then he can keep going. <laughs> so, there we go. So, everyone say goodbye. Bye, Gareth. I love you. Uh, bye, Rob. I uh, like you as a friend. Bye, Don. I like you as a friend as well. Bye, Rob. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>